What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gaming with the Broscast, episode 144. I My name is Harrison. I am joined by my brother, Nick, as always. Nick, how are you doing on this lovely um, Tuesday, Tuesday night? Not a Monday. Sorry, I... <laughs> It would have been a bad idea. We had we had floors put in, and they weren't done until like six thirty, six thirty or seven. Yeah. So by that point, like, we just started moving stuff upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good it was a good idea for me to. Yeah. No, that's not, to, no to, worries. To, no worries. Yeah. Give give us a little extra time to, I don't know, play play games or yeah. whatever. Get play caught up with some stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah more news. Uh, good. Good. Uh, I'm just tired. Yeah, I feel you. Tired. Tired. I've, I've been feeling pretty tired lately in general, and I think it's just, I don't know, getting up, like, I think I actually get up earlier now mm-hmm. than I did before I started working back from home again. Um, Just, just found out my son's ne- uh, COVID test was negative, so that's great. Nice. He's, he's had, like, Does a cough. He's had a cough like really ever like since like the f- second week of school, and which we expected because like he hasn't been around um, a ton of kids his whole life. Yeah, so, so he's all those all those little yeah we expected flu. the kindergarten like sickness or whatever. Um, and he had a, he had a field trip today, and he came back and he was he had like a hundred and two fever and stuff like that. So we're like, ah, let's 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 test him, uh, but it was negative. So just just a. Uh, some sort of cold or something, but yeah, that's a negative, so we don't have to worry about that. That's good. Have you caught anything from I have him not. yet? Just popped in. Um, no, I have not. Well, I I got sick a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I mean, I had like a little bit of a cough, so I just like ate, ate cough drops like they were candy for like two days, and I was good to go. Delicious. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, you know, a little cherry flavor. It's classic. Well, cherry, I like it. But um, yeah, that, that's uh, so l- yeah. Luckily, he doesn't have COVID. I mean, he's had it before. Um, <sighs> and he, he, got, he, he got through it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he got through it just fine. So, not necessarily worry. But good to know that he can go back to school because uh, we have a relatively busy weekend this week. We're gonna try to go to uh, our local Halloween place. Um. And then Halloween's Monday, which they have they have this Friday off and they have set, uh, Monday off, um, which is cool. I never cool. understood why they don't do the day after Halloween. That always blows my mind, but what it is what it is. Wait, they, they have school off for? I think I think it's just a, yeah, it's it's like a teacher work day. So they have like that Friday off, and then they have oh, okay. they have the Monday off. So it's just I think it just. Yeah, it's just like a teacher work day for both those days. Yeah. Um. So again, like maybe maybe done like Monday and Tuesday, like you know that that would make more sense to me. That way you have like a full week, but prior but, Friday off though. Yeah, I guess. Um. So yeah, so yeah, just Halloween. I'm. Are you in the Halloween spirit, Nick? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I really ever am. It's been a while uh, well, since I've really been like last year. We watched a lot of like the Halloween Bacon Chicken Championships, stuff like that, and mm-hmm. we've we've watched one episode this year, which, you know, it's. Kellen's going to bed early, and we gotta get up super early, so we don't have time to like really stay up too too late on the, on like the weekdays anymore. But um, yeah. even then, like we just I don't know I'm just I'm just not in the spirit. 
Yeah, like I, I wouldn't blame the fact that we we've been moving this past month. Yeah. As to why I'm not in the spirit, but like I don't know if I would have been, to be honest. Like I, I was last year. Like we we did like the whole pumpkin carving, and you know got like went to a pumpkin patch and got got pumpkins and watched like a few scary movies. Like nothing really. Like not a lot. Like we didn't do a lot last year aside from just decorate. Yeah. But really haven't done anything like i haven't watched a single scary movie the only like scary ish game i've played is scorn like yeah i haven't like gone back and played like i don't know like a re- like a resident evil or something like that or just you know a horror game like normally i'll, I'll dip into one around halloween but I, I just i really haven't but i, I don't know I don't, I don't know what that says about you and i maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> the world is experiencing that too so if, if even listening and you're also not in the Halloween spirit, let us know. Let us yeah, know why you I, feel like that. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, don't, I haven't been for like a while. And I think it's the kids really are like kind of what ground me to Halloween nowadays. It's just, you know, getting them dressed up. And we, we went to spirit, we went to spirit Halloween last, last weekend, um, which is funny. Cause like Kellen watches like the, um, like the YouTuber guy that tours like the spirit Halloween oh, stores. Yeah, yeah. So at first he was like kind of scared because they had like two big ones like right up front, um, and then once he got in there he's like, oh they have like and he was like narrating and like he was the guy he's like they have um, four of this animatronic and six of this one and five of this one so it was it was really cute so um, he's gonna be a reaper for Halloween. Oh that's a classic. Yeah, it's like one of those like faceless like reapers and it's got like the little um, goggles that go behind it like the red goggles it looks super cool. Uh, in the dark, so he is excited for that. And Kaylee's yeah. gonna be like a uh, a stick. It's like a blackout suit, but it's got like the stick um, ah, glow nice. lights on there, and she's going. You know, those are cool. Yeah, she needs cool. to come with a cool like cool dance or something to do. Yeah, but uh, but November first hits, lights are going up. Christmas lights, baby. Really, you're yes. you're, you're going hard. I'm okay. going hard because I'm gonna be because we have a, I put my giant spider like on my roof. So I'm already going to be up there. So like, why not just, you know, <laughs> just instead of risk falling, I could just put lights up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going hard. I'm going hard for Christmas. The Christmas is like the really the only holiday that I really get into uh, nowadays. And, and that one, like, that's the best one. I mean, you, you, I mean, uh, obviously you can't start it. Yeah. Like you can't start Christmas before November 1st, but you can start on november 1st and that's that's two months yeah it's two months that you get to have all your lights up nobody's to nobody's gonna say anything and like oh that's too early let's get the, the it's like no nah, thanksgiving it's like pretty much halloween and then it's christmas until january like that's your ho- yeah. you know, holidays until january so like if it was like if it was september 1st and you started putting up halloween decorations i'd be like whoa, 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 whoa. yeah it's a little early it's a little early yeah it's a little too intense it's like it's but... still like 100 degrees outside like what do you what are you what are you doing it's not it's not fun. <laughs> so but yeah, other than that, week was week was really good. Um, how nice. how was yours? Other than you know getting your floors done, I'm sure you guys are both relieved to get that done and and finally able to get stuff situated. Yeah, got that done, and then this weekend we uh, we did like a floating shelf in in the bathroom in the master bathroom. So we like sanded that down and stained it, and like um, used like a Craig jig to get like a 45 degree screws 45 degree screws into the wall so it looked like it was floating and then here i'll show you a picture and then we did what's called a board and batten on mm-hmm. our master bedroom wall oh, nice so like that looks super cool yeah so it's like the uh the paneling yeah um 
and that was that was tough, but we learned a lot and we figured it out. And I could like I could definitely do this again. It's not it's not as bad as I initially thought it was, but it's cool, man. It it, it looks really good. Feel just really accomplished. Yeah, I feel like I've like unlocked a new skill. <laughs> yeah, homeownership, man. You'll 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 find out skills that you. Never knew you had until you're like yeah, forced never to do it. I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've we've kind of just done a lot of like random stuff throughout the house, and now we just need to unpack since we can like have everything upstairs now. So yeah, yeah, it's it's been fun. <laughs> Sweet, it's been a lot. Yeah, ready to ready to talk about some games yeah man let's ready, let's ready to play some more games too let, let's yeah let's dive into it um uh so we've i have not played mario yet i haven't even bought it yet um mm-hmm. which i need to because if i don't play it this week or next week well i got i've got some time because i mean god of war doesn't come out until november 9th so but i'm picking that up day one god of war yeah i probably will yeah so i heard like word yeah, but I heard I heard it's just a PS4 game. So I mean, I think I'm good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, it's you know, it's what... it, it seems like it seems like a continuation of God of War, which is what what I what I wanted. Like people are like, I, very quick tangent, but like people on Twitter that have had like early copies, you know, reviewers and stuff have had copies of the game, are like, yeah, it's a really great sequel like a safe sequel to god of war which i mean what what do you expect it to be like it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be like the god of war 3 to the the reboot 2018 reboot it's not gonna be that it's just gonna be a continuation which i want that i want to just be a continuation of what i got because that game was amazing and that's fine yeah just build on the mechanics make it better i mean the, the foundation's there yeah that's like, why that's why we got it re- relatively content. quickly. Um, you know, but yeah. I don't. Know, people like people are you know years. people are freaking out and fighting each other on Twitter, fighting it, themselves. So whatever. People are freaking out about everything. They're, they're <laughs> freaking out about tail being thirty, even though like that's oh my gosh, it, it's a beautiful looking game. It doesn't it, it doesn't need to be sixty? Like, you're not going to lose your mind playing at thirty. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, I get what people are saying like at least like even like a set like a like assassin's creed valhalla like a two-year-old game like that had like a, a fidelity mode and and like a performance mode where you could choose to, like, so i think people are just mad that there's not an option but like even still like it's fine like it plays fi- like i there was very few times where like the game and i I'd finish it and it's there's been very few times where like it stuttered on me like it ran like perfectly smooth like yeah i mean i guess you could tell it wasn't like 60 but it, it's fine you know yeah so it, it it works and and the game is absolutely gorgeous it's it's crazy because like asoba studios is not a huge studio from what i can tell and like they are putting out triple like a quality stuff like better than some triple a studios like i don't i don't know how they get these games to look as I mean, because Innocence looked amazing too. But this game is—it's one yeah. of the best looking games I've ever played. It's gorgeous looking. Yeah, I I, I was playing before this, and I got I got past that part. Okay, where it like glitched. I guess so. We're talking about Plague Tale now. Um, so we, 
I got past that part where it kind of like glitched out on me and I couldn't, I couldn't progress. So I just restarted that chapter. I, I was at the beginning anyways. Yeah. And I got to the point where like you get the crossbow and okay. you just kind of see you, you, you've, you kind of see this from the beginning. You see like Amelia's or Amicia's like really strong attachment and bond with Hugo. Yeah. And like that's that's kind of a focal point so far in the game where like you kind of see her spiral just because of how much she cares about Hugo. And like mm-hmm. once I got to that section, I was like, holy crap, like she's like she's a menace. Like she is like a, a killer. Yeah. And it's just something like it's something that they didn't really touch on in the first game. Like they touched upon like losing losing your innocence, like having to kill people because because you have to. It's, yeah. It's Oh, they'll, they'll call it out to you. Like, they'll be like, okay, that's one person. Okay, that's two. That's three. Um, yeah. And they, and they bring it up multiple times. Like, even even when you meet other characters um, in the game, like, they're like, dang, I mean, you see it. Like, that's, and they're like, she's like, I do, I have to do what I have to do. And, like, they deserve it, which, you know, they, she's not wrong, but it, they, they kind of judge you. Um, and, and going off of that as well, um, the game actually, you you kind of so you, you still have like your same kind of like upgrade path like you find like uh like parts and stuff and like uh what was it called um like the tools the tool yeah the tool to upgrade like your slingshot and your yeah. and your crossbow and and your other like your satchel and stuff but there's also like um like a passive abilities that you have as well um so like it, it yeah, kind yeah. of goes off the way you play so if you're aggressive the aggressive line is going to pull up and like one of those is like you can run up on an enemy and push them into the rats or push them into fire which is really cool um and then and then it has like you know if, if you're if you're more stealthy you know you and and they it, they base it off of like each like encounter so once you clear an area and you shut the door and, and lock it that's that's an encounter that's when it, yeah okay. and that's when it'll it'll cause the bar to go up but like if you're, if you're sneaky they'll you know, they'll have give you lighter footsteps, um, stuff like that. So it's really cool. Um, I guess, and it adds replayability, so you could be, you know, sneaky and then, you know, be uh, super aggressive uh, in, like, the next playthrough. So really like that aspect of the game. Yeah, what, what's been your play style? Or what was your play style throughout most of it? I mean, I try, like, I try to sneak as much as I can. Uh but I mean, sometimes you just gotta throw that rock. You just gotta sling that rock at people. Uh, but you, but it does make you feel bad. Like whether it's Hugo or like another character you meet along the way, they'll make you feel bad. Like, dang, you see, like that's like two in a row you just murdered. So, so I tried, to, yeah. I tried to play the best. But th- but then there's just some scenarios that like it's just like, how am I supposed to get past this uh, Wait, so without you, without killing somebody? Um, and th- this game's a lot like. It, you know, it still follows, like, the same kind of tra- trajectory. Like, you're still... It's not an open world or anything, but uh, the zones, the areas are a lot bigger for you to... There's, like, multiple paths with the, within, like, an area to get to the door or the escape point, um, which is which is really cool. Yeah, I... I'm kind of the same way. Like, I tend to be sneaky until I'm not. And then I'm like, all right, I either have to to just run. And usually I run and I get to the door, but I can't open the door because, like people are coming up on me. So I'll just throw like a fire pot at someone and then throw tar at them. And then that'll just like create this like barrier between, between me and and them. 
and usually I can get through the door, but like I, I really try to sneak. Like I really yeah. do my best. But yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun I sneaking like around. It's possible to do the whole thing without sneaking, like with, without doing like a whole section, because man, like their their eyesight, the enemy's eyesight is is pretty phenomenal. Like they yeah. can really spot you. Yeah, and I think I think one of the, like the passive abilities too is like you you have more time to between like if an enemy sees you, mm. uh, you have more time to to not get caught. Um, so yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, if if you want to compare games, like as far as like the overall like adventure aspect of it, like you're going on this grand journey, it's it's a lot like a Last of Us, um, and then the first one was a lot yeah. like that too. Um, so that so, you, but in in the Last of Us, if you get caught, you have a pretty good chance of surviving that encounter. With this game, it's not quite as brutal as like the first one, where if you got caught and the enemy runs up on you, you're pretty much dead. Um, they, they give you, um, you know, whether you can counter or if you have like a knife on you, you can like do like an instant kill if they come up on you. Um, and, and then for a lot of times, like you, you could get knocked down one time, um, get back up and then um, kind of run away and, and try to, you know, find a different ground to, to do stuff. But um, so they give you they give you a lot more options to to like attack enemies and, and use the rats as your, you know, as your favor and stuff like that. Um, I will say the boss fights are a little weak, just like the last game. Um, when you're, they, they tend to, when there's like a boss fight in like an arena, they'll throw like more, they'll throw other enemies at you as well. So you may, there may be like four or five people like rushing you at one time and you have to like somehow, somehow like run around and stuff like that. And I had to get over a hump because at first I was using like the left trigger to pull up my weapon or whatever and then i would switch to like the pod or like um just using like a hand and every time i would do that you like stood especially if like the sling you would stand up and people would see you so like i had to get in the habit of like pressing the right bumper like the the radio bumper or whatever the radio menu and then going in that and that helped out a lot um but yeah the boss fights are still not super super great and there's there's not a ton of them in the game um, but there is a few where it can get a little fr- where it can get yeah. yeah you may you may not have at at your point in time um, or you'll have like an area where like there's there'll be like ten enemies that come at you or something like that mm-hmm. um, not not at once but like in a like a three minute segment but uh, so like that part this part's gonna be a little challenging um, but other than that I mean the game is it's it's amazing <laughs> it feel it, like it feels like kind of like God of War I mean it feels like just a continuation of the last game nothing yeah nothing major i mean there's not huge drastic like changes to the combat or anything like that um it just feels better uh the sheer amount of rats that are on screen is i mean it's incredible incredible um and like the chase scenes are like straight out of like uncharted uh yeah and then there's like they do like the crash bandicoot thing too where they like you'll be running towards the camera um, and they don't they don't do that yeah, like do a ton where it's like annoying, but when they do, like it's really it's really effective and really cool. Yeah, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it so far. It's, I mean, like you said, it's just building. It's building on the first game. It's not doing anything crazy. Like it's giving Amicia a bigger arsenal. It's it's allowing you to to have more versatility when you control Hugo. Yeah, which is I I've barely gotten into actually controlling Hugo at this point but um that part's really cool too i mean that's that's a cool mechanic that was kind of 
in the, like the last little bit of the first game mm-hmm. where you're where you're controlling, but yeah, it's a really fun game so far. I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, and they they unlock some like later mechanics too, um, based off of the characters you come across, which is which is really cool. Like those, those character has like their own specific mechanics that can help out, um, in like an encounter and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, they they do a good job of like kind of expanding, um, the combat and and the gameplay from from the previous one. So, yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I mean it's man, this this game of the year is gonna be tough. I think like at least like the top five is going to be really, really challenging. Top three, something like that. Um, I mean, it took me about 16 hours to finish. So, uh, you know, a decent, decently lengthy game. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. Highly recommend it. Especially if you like, like this, like the last of us style games. Um, It's good. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Nick, let I want to hear you talk about Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, so Mario and Rabbids: Sparks of Hope is the sequel to the 2017 Ubisoft's Mario or Rabbids and Mario crossover that everyone thought was going to be terrible, but actually ended up being amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and this one's kind of kind of like a Plague Tale. It's kind of building off of that, like not doing anything too crazy, but Improving the areas needed to be improved. Um, actually, not necessarily needed to be improved, but like there's no more grid, so that you're no longer moving your characters in a grid. It's kind of like open space, so like you could run around however much you want in this open space in one turn, mm-hmm. and you can do like a few different actions, like you know, sliding into an enemy, picking up a like a bomb and throwing them at somebody else. Like you can do all of that, and then you can get into a position and actually shoot somebody or actually like activate your special so there's a lot of versatility like you can like jump off of a teammate and hover over an area and then drop down to a new area like there's a lot that like there's a lot of interesting mechanics in this game that 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 really make it feel open that make it feel very open feels like you can tackle a map in a bunch of different ways and yeah, it, it's been a joy to play. Like, I've, I've loved the encounters. It's, it just, it feels like such a, such a good continuation of the first game. And I will say one of my grievances with the game so far is it feels a lot more like an Ubisoft game than the first one did. Okay. Just in terms of like the UI and the unlockables and collectibles and, and kind of the way you level up your characters where there's like a skill tree there's like different sparks that you collect that give that give your character certain abilities like a burn ability a freeze ability you know like acid stuff like that so that aspect of it it feels it feels like it was more influenced by ubisoft this time this time around whereas before it was a pretty straight shooter where like you were going from battle to battle and there wasn't too much in between like there was like some collectibles a few like secret spots and i just enjoyed how straightforward it was and this one's like okay you have side quests now you have more scenario there are more like pretty 
pretty mindless puzzles that you have to do okay. that, you, that you get to do going from one area to another. So in my personal opinion, and this is, this is coming from someone who really likes the, the tactics portion of tactics games. Like I, I'm not too interested in the in-between stuff. Like with like with Fire Emblem, I just want to get from from chapter to chapter with yeah. with as little uh, with as little um, interruption as possible. Yeah, and this one it it feels like there's a little bit more of an interruption than there was in the first game. Okay, um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. There's just more to do. Okay. There's more more stuff to explore. Like that that's kind of why it feels like an Ubisoft game because it's like it's padded. There's a lot of stuff like like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, obviously not to that scale. Yeah, <laughs> but it just in that game there felt like oh my god, there's like so much to do, and this one there's you know various side quests and you know a bunch of stuff. But the actual gameplay is spot on. It feels even better than the first game, and I awesome. and I thought the first game felt really amazing. So yeah. you can always skip the side stuff. Skip side stuff and just go straight through it. But. I mean, I'm assuming side stuff that you can get like more sparks or or whatever like that. That's how you expand on that. Yeah, so you get sparks, money, okay, um, items, just kind of like random stuff. But but yeah, I'm 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 only like four hours in, so I, I just got to. Oh, actually, I'm like halfway through the second world or the second area. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it. Sweet. I, I, I'm in a weird spot where like, I'm like the same percentage of the way through for, for Plague Tale and, uh, Mario and Rabbids. I, yeah. I just need to stick to one. Yeah. It's, and, it's and a tough time, man. Yeah. There's, there's so many games. I mean, we got Bayonetta 3 coming out Friday, Resident Evil, yeah. the expansion coming out, Gold Edition, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. We're 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 in the heart of it. We're into the thick of it. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely want to play it. I'm, I'll probably pick it up either tonight or tomorrow or something, or or maybe just pick it up I Friday mean, when I go pick up um, Bayonetta. You can always wait till Black Friday. That'll probably probably be like twenty five or thirty bucks. I don't know. I mean, it's a first party Nintendo, or well, yeah, second party. I don't, I don't know. Exact, yeah, the first one dropped down pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it was always on sale. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how I how yeah. you fare over these next few days. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I fare. <laughs> um, but sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playtale, yeah. You need to finish Playtale. It's it's so good, it's so good. This the the story is great. Like I'm like super super gripped yeah. into the story. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I'll be curious what you think about the ending. It's it's pretty pretty good. Um, I, I did, I did pick up, um, they had a, like a sale on the Xbox store, like the, I can't remember, I think it's Supermassive Games, like the Man of Badan, that developer. Yeah. They had, they had a, um, a sale for all their, all those, three of those games for like 30 bucks, so. Anthology games. Yep. So if you and Alicia want to play something co-op together, go ahead and, go ahead and download it, because they're, they're, all those are like those. Online those co-op games so just getting just getting a little bit to the like the spooky mood a little bit um because they have like i think either next month or soon they have like a uh, a new game coming out that's going to be 
take place in like the castle of like H.H. H. Holmes, like the you know the famous serial killer or whatever. Um, and and Brittany's super into serial killer stuff too. So, uh, and I just watched the Dahmer TV show on Netflix, oh, which was amazing and disturbing. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've not watched that. I, I don't know if I will. It, it might be a little bit too dark. It's stuff. I don't know. That stuff's just like skews me out, man. It like it, it, yeah. It's 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 dark. It, it's not like super gory that you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see him really chopping people up at all. It just it's just kind of like just him knowing what he's gonna do and 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 meets these people and then you know t- and then just yeah drugging them and stuff like that. It's super yeah. But um. Yeah, it, but it's good. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything that we... Have you been playing anything else, Nick? Um, I saw I saw Nier yeah. on your list. What's, what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played it. Well, I haven't played it since... Oh, sorry. You, you already you already talked about Scorn. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I forgot that we talked about Scorn last week. But yeah, that was, yes. that was really the last time I played it. Okay. I need to get back to it. Damn it. I can't I can't not finish this game again. Yeah. I have to do it. I have to do it. Well, I mean you've maybe, got maybe you've got time. So like well maybe not. What what's gotta gotta work comes out, what, the eighth? And then yeah. Pokemon, which I'm still up on the arms about that one. I don't know Let's if see. I'm gonna pick that one up. I may I may just pass. Um And then Callisto. And, and then Callisto comes out December second, which Looks so good. Looks pretty great. Yeah. Um, pretty yeah. Awesome. Let's let's dive into the uh, let's dive into the news. Um, right. So last week we talked briefly about um, last Saturday. Uh, Helena Taylor came out uh, and was talking about how she was only paid four thousand dollars for the voice work for um, Bayonetta three, which was you know astronomically low. She said, but you know based off of it being you know third entry in the franchise and and blah blah blah. Um. And then Jason Schreier out of uh, Bloomberg came out and said, no, and he said he saw some reports. Obviously, he can't show them, but he saw reports that she was actually, it was actually 34000 per session up to about five sessions. So she could have made anywhere between fifteen and $20,000, um, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know voice what acting work. I don't know what the going rate is based off of those reports. She was actually getting paid a little bit higher than what her her rates would have been, um, and then she then um, Helena Taylor yet yeah, last night came out and um, basically confirmed that she lied about the numbers or I I don't know so it's it's just one of those cases yeah. where don't jump to conclusions based off what you hear I mean there were so many. And Twitter is and I know why she did it. Twitter is like the worst place to spread information especially false information mm-hmm. because people will believe you especially if you have a check mark by your name and a lot of people with check marks by their name were you know hashtag boycott bayonet blah 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 um but you know as soon as all that kind of stuff people were like oh i actually no maybe um maybe don't uh, but she i mean she obviously broke nda um was, was coming after um a jennifer hale which is the new voice actor of bayonetta which was unprecedented yeah and then just kind of low kind of a low blow yeah it, it just seemed like a really selfish move because like again there's so many other people that work on this game 
that have nothing to do with, with the rates. And Platinum tried to offer you something that they thought was reasonable based off of your history. I mean, she's only voice act like... And she hadn't had voice acting work in eight years since Bayonetta 2. So, yeah. you know, your, your going rate is not going to be as much as like Jennifer Hale, which we don't know her numbers because she's under NDA, but you know, you're just not going to get paid as but, much for that kind of when stuff. When you're not like, yeah, when you're not like a sought after voice actress, then yeah, it, you're, you're not going to get like, and like Bayonetta is not a huge franchise. Like I know everybody knows about it. I know most people, like most, most gamers are most, most like hardcore gamers, whatever. No, know, know what Bayonetta is, but like, yeah, the highest one of the games has sold is like one to two million. Yeah, she was she was coming out saying like four hundred and fifty million, like something like Bayonetta is not worth total like USD like yeah, franchise. Like yeah, USD like not including like merchandise. Um, which Bayonetta is not. No, nobody could understand where that number was coming from. Like, it's not a half a billion dollar franchise. It's, it's just not. There's no way. No. And she was, she said she counter offered and she wanted like at least six figures plus residuals, which, you know, to be fair, you know, voice actors maybe should get some residuals for type of stuff depending on you know how, how big the franchise is. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know even if like Jennifer Hale is getting six figures on Bayonetta. It's probably not likely at all. Probably not. So again, it. Just you sh- she, yeah. Good. Just just wait, yeah. but like just wait for for more information. But she she didn't she didn't she didn't specifically say that she wanted six figures. That was a report. That was in the report from from Jason Schreier, right? And then she just said that she had seen reports that she was asking for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and she said that that was absolutely incorrect. But I didn't see. I didn't any see anything about two hundred fifty thousand. I I don't so know. It's, I, it's just. A, a... Yeah, I think I think she I think she thought she was going to do something, and it just completely backfired on her once people like, uh, you know, used their critical thinking and then realized that. Yeah, she was probably just lying, and then she actually came out and said, "Yeah, you know, this is what actually happened." Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm kind of just lying by omission because. Yeah, she might have received, or she might have like received a four thousand dollar offer for a couple of lines. Yeah, that was like, a, like cameo. a cameo. Yeah, and that was a- like, like after everything was said done, after they had already went with Jennifer, like they were still going to be like, hey, you know, we we still want you to be part of the game cameo four thousand. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so she first she she failed to mention the initial offers and counter offers. Yeah. Uh. But I guess that's not important information, and we should all boycott Bayonetta three. But yeah, which it actually backfired because Bayonetta was actually charting on like Amazon sales and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it'll probably. I mean, it, it was probably already going to be the best selling Bayonetta game in franchise because I mean it's debuting on the Switch, which we already know Switch just sells games for whatever reason. It's just that you know yeah. there's so many of them and. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nintendo got some free marketing out of that, so I'm sure they're, I know, you know, not happy about how it happened. But hey, even even bad news is is good press, right? So, um, and it turned out to be good press for them because you know they weren't necessarily in the wrong on that situation. Right. But yeah, yeah, it, it was fun watching all the YouTubers and stuff like coming out, especially 
my boy OJ, man, just I feel like we talk about him every week now, but um, yeah, just absolutely trolling people will be like critical thinking, man. Just use critical thinking, and you guys will be okay on Twitter. But yeah, yeah, calling on everybody for um, backpedaling on their whole boycott, yeah, Bayonetta initiative. It's like, yeah. dude, you can't. Like that's such a strong like boycott is a very strong thing to get somebody to do. A boycotting a game again, it, it almost never works, right? I mean, I it's just not you know. And and again, we talked about it last week. Are those same people? Do they boycott Activision Blizzard stuff, or do they still buy it? Probably. Like because that's when, way when worse. You, yeah, when you when you boycott a company, like you're setting such a a high precedent for so that means every single game company every single developer uh, every single publisher now we have to look into okay how do they operate business what are they paying their people uh, have they had any scandals like you have to like if, if you're going to do something like that you have to you have to then go further and, and beyond and and judge every single little aspect of a company which is impossible and nobody wants to do that so it, yeah no one wants to that that's just it's it's a lot of I, I don't know it's it's a lot of responsibility to take on mentally of like yeah. oh like if I buy this thing I have to make sure that this company is like hundred percent clean yeah and that's just it's not reasonable to ask people to do that for every purchase that they make like if you're looking forward to a game for eight years and as far as you can tell there's nothing blasphemous going on at the company then like get the game like yeah i mean boycotts like really only makes sense to me if it's like an artist like an individual person um or like you know author or something where you know if if they're i don't know even then it's like it's just so much (laughs) it's just so much to well if it's like if it's what yeah if it's one person and they're completely awful as a human being then then yeah like boycott their stuff but you know it's a company made up of hundreds of people and one person didn't get underpaid, but that, that was the story, right? It was like one, yeah. was well, the one person that didn't even that. have nothing to do with making the game. Like, she was just a voice actor, which is, I mean, she was, I, I liked her voice in, in one and two. It's, it's fine, you know, but I would rather just play the game and just have someone else voice her if, that, if that's what it has to be, you know? Um, I, yeah. I, I want to support the game itself. And not necessarily the the voice actor in in the situation, or really any situation. I mean, anybody, anybody can be replaced, which sucks. But um, yeah, I mean, we've yeah. been waiting a long time for Bayonetta three, so it's it's not like it's not her or the game. It's the game with her or the game without her. But yeah. either way, the game's coming. Yeah, and that's just that's that's the truth of it. When you have when when you're a voice actor or a voice actress, you your face isn't like you were not the game you yeah i don't know i don't know if I mean, and a lot of people like don't like really know who you know helena taylor was before before this like nope they probably didn't look up her name i didn't know her name really um you know so it you know i, I don't know it's a lot <laughs> it's a tough situation but we've learned not to not to just boycott them. I mean, don't. I don't or, know. or maybe, maybe like, just wait until both sides of the story are out there before you make a before you make a judgment. 
Which the next time something like this happens, it'll happen the same thing on Twitter again. You know, just stay. I'm going have to stay off Twitter. <laughs> There's gonna be like a boycott, Tears of the Kingdom, for whatever reason. There's yeah. gonna be a, there's gonna be a boycott God of War. I'm sure there already is for whatever reason. Like, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, whole Twitter. It's Twitter. Uh, speaking it's of Bayonetta three, um, it's reviewing very well. It's at twenty nine or excuse me, Jesus eighty nine on on uh, twenty nine out of thirty. Uh, it's uh, I think it's an eighty nine on Metacritic right now, as we speak. Yeah. And I think I think most of the major outlets reviews are in, so it'll probably stay at an eighty nine or maybe drop down to a nine an eighty eight or something like that. But um, yeah, couldn't hit that's, the ninety. I couldn't hit the ninety. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very happy that after all this stuff happened over the last couple of weeks, that the game comes out and is amazing, and you know, is as as good as the last two, if not better. So good for yeah, good like for that. I'm excited about the the three. I mean, obviously you play as Bayonetta, but but playing as Viola or Viola mm-hmm. and and Jean. Apparently, Jean is like a 2D playing as her. As, you play as her in like a 2D side scrolling. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the show. I didn't know if that was like a one off thing or that was like. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I think I that's her that. like gameplay shtick. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. like at least like they yeah, it doesn't feel like just like a band and a clone. They actually do something like different. So that's that's yeah, that's really good to hear. And like all the kaiju stuff looks awesome. Like yeah, yeah. It, it looks it looks like a really really fun game. Can't I can't wait. I'm so. pumped. I'm I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I loved ah oh, man, I loved Bayonetta two and Bayonetta one. Yeah, Bayonetta Bayonet two especially games. was just really really good. Um, felt yeah. really good. So yeah, excited excited to get this one. Uh, get my trinity masquerade edition from best buy on friday after after work so, are you picking it up yeah i'm gonna pick it up best buy they don't the last few times i've ordered something from them game wise they don't deliver so really I don't know. so it is what it is i don't mind I'll, I'll probably buy something else while i'm there i don't know who knows <laughs> i pick up mario and rabbits i i just might I'm, I'm on a physical kick right now so i may just pick it up physical who knows do your thing, man. Yeah, do your thing. Yeah. Um, Nick, do you want to read the uh, the next one? I actually don't know what this one's talking about. Oh, okay, okay. No, you're good. I got I got the I got the list pulled up here. Um, Xbox sales are up over last year. Um, no, that's... My, Microsoft typically doesn't share like hard numbers, but um, their their hardware sa- hardware sales were up thirteen uh, percent. Um, for the period between July and September, compared to the same period last uh, last year, um, and then the same period last year, based off of twenty twenty, they were up like one hundred and sixty six percent, which obviously you know new console stuff like that from uh, from yeah. twenty twenty, so that makes sense. Um, their overall like content service revenue is down three uh, percent, but their Game Pass subscriptions are up. So. Um, that makes sense, like content-wise, because they haven't really had a lot of first, like first-party games, yeah, um, or really like major third-party releases either on the Xbox. So uh, that that makes sense. Um, but Game Pass is um, uh, up, so that's, I mean, good for good for Microsoft. Good I mean, for, good for the gamers, like I yeah. guess more people <laughs> in it means more money being funneled into it. And yeah, I saw somewhere that. Um, Something like 50 percent of the sales of the Series S console are 
new players in the ecosystem or new players in the Xbox ecosystem. I didn't, I didn't see that, but I mean, that makes sense. I mean, Series S, every time I go to Walmart, Target, they've always got them. Um, the X's, I have seen some more recently, uh, which is which is good. Um, hopefully, yeah. like the supply chain is getting uh, getting a lot better now. Um, I, I still never seen a PS5 in the wild, uh, but obviously that's the more sought out console. To, that would make sense that I can't because I'm not, I'm not actively looking for it. So you know, I, but I've still just never randomly come across one in the in a store. So yeah, that's good that the supply stuff is finally starting to um, relax and we can get some consoles out there because like we said before, 2023, it's going to be huge for game pass with Redfall, Starfield, yeah. you know, whatever else is gets announced at the game awards, you know, lots, lots of awesome stuff. So like, super excited. And it means that, so basically the series S is a good enough value for like people who haven't had an Xbox before to jump in and, you know, get, get a console, get game pass and yeah. kind of have like, you know, their, you know, budget console that, you know, it's not necessarily running 4k, but it still has game pass. You still have access to a bunch of games. And, you know, that's why, that's why 50% of the people who buy series S are new to the Xbox um, ecosystem because yep. it's it's a it's a it's a pretty amazing deal. I'm not trying to be an Xbox fanboy or anything, <laughs> but like it really is like it's giving people an opportunity to to play all these games for a pretty low cost, like a low barrier to entry. And like yeah. to be honest, like PlayStation doesn't really have that. They have the $400 discless version, but that actually makes buying games a little bit harder because digital games don't really go on sale as much as physical ones do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just a little harder to like actually get started in the ecosystem with, with Sony. I mean, they have PlayStation plus, but that's kind of still being built out. So it's cool to see. Cool. Cool to, cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And, and they just had a sale. I don't think it's going on anymore, but like, I think the, the Xbox dropped down to like two fifty plus the controller, an extra controller. So um, I don't know if that was at Target or Best Buy or where at, but um, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Good for good for uh, Xbox peoples. Um, Nick, did you watch any of the Silent Hill stuff? Um, the transmission yeah, last week. I, I watched the trailers after the fact. Yeah, same here. And I see that they're they're remaking Silent Hill too. Yep. So I'm, I'm excited to to play that for the first time. I've, I've never. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. Um, it's it's being made by Bluebird team. I know a lot of some people were or a lot of people are like, eh. Um, but I mean, I I liked the medium. I, I really liked that game. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest, but you know, I, I liked it visually as well. Um, and this like the Silent Hill two looks looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. hopefully it's on par with the Resident Evil remakes because four looks so freaking good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I didn't watch anything, I think I only watched the trailer for two, I didn't watch, like, the Silent Hill F trailer, I think it was, like, the new Silent Hill entry coming out, um, and I think there's, like, another movie coming out from, like, the original director as well, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Silent Hill F, that trailer looked really good, that one looked, okay, I, need to, I need to watch intense. it, yeah, um, 
Apparently, people really love the uh, the artists, or the either the artist or the writer behind the behind this game. But it, it looks it looks really good. Um, yeah. yeah, excited to to check out two. Blooper team, I don't know, man. I I can't I can't tell if I if I liked the medium because there was nothing else out at the time, and <laughs> we the were first. kind of like in, we were in that like honeymoon period for the new consoles, and I was like, okay, this is like the first uh, Series X, Series S exclusive. Yeah. I can't tell if that's why I liked it, and like I don't know if I'd like it if I played it again. Yeah, I mean but, that's yeah that's always. That that's always tough, but um, I mean, I I don't think I, I liked it for the most part. I know I know it was like honeymoon phase, and that's all we had to play at the time. But I I did like it. I, I don't know, you know, it's, it wasn't revolutionary. Um, no, and I I don't know if they're gonna be. The Silent Hill two does it does it it has combat right? I think so. Yeah, I I really hope Blue Team is able to do something with combat. They really haven't done anything. Yeah, that's combat before. Yeah, that's the tricky situation. Is I, yeah. I don't think they're going to do a very good job with this. You don't think so? You don't. You don't have high hopes for it. I don't. I, I just. I think Bluebird Team has like their their specific niche, and I think this is a little bit outside of that. I think this is a little bit. A little bit of a bigger project than they can chew, and there's a lot riding on it too because like people love Silent Hill, and like if people are complaining about a shot of the main character looking into the mirror, I don't know if you saw like all the complaints about like oh like art direction and lighting, like that really doesn't exist in this remake. Yeah, people are complaining about that stuff. They're gonna tear this game a new one if if yeah if that happens throughout the game. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to. When when does this game come out? Is it twenty twenty three? Yeah, twenty twenty three. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm not like again. I've, I've never. I don't. Yeah, I've never played a Silent Hill game, so I, I don't have that nostalgia for it. So I, I will also have that disappointment if it's not true a good game. Not. So I I am optimistic about it. Hopefully, it's good. Will it be as probably good as RE two three four remake? Probably not, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but speaking of RE4, yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, that trailer, dude! <laughs> I actually just watched it today, um, for the first time. I, I watched like the whole showcase earlier. Um, yeah. so yeah, they they, they kind of showed off like the more the winners expansion stuff, which looks really cool. It, it I don't know if it's gonna be like traditional resident evil like experience like gameplay like gun like gunplay wise and stuff like that um it's hard to tell it definitely looks interesting but it doesn't look like it's i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be good not great yeah yeah which i mean the expansion for like resident evil 7 wasn't great so like i'm not expecting too much um they were like they were fun but they weren't I don't know. DLCs are always really hard. Yeah. Because they all, like, I feel like every DLC gets gets rated way lower than the actual game. Yeah, and I don't think Resident Evil has really ever had, like, a good DLC. 
they, they don't have, they haven't had a ton granted but uh, aside from seven, seven yeah seven have dlc the one where you could where, where you had your fist where you were playing as a was seven the only one is that, is that the only one that had dlc that might have been it was that it i think so i don't i don't i don't have a lot of dlc though yeah so it was good, but yeah, not not uh, not super great. But um, so yeah, this this looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm all for, and it, and it's cheap. It's you know it's a low you know, twenty bucks whatever. Um, the new mercenary mode with uh, Heisenberg and Lady D looks looks really cool. Definitely going to give that a shot. Third person looks yeah, awesome. Person. Yeah, never see his face though. Yeah, he looks away from the camera. <laughs> um, okay. Oh man, like it's a, it's it's probably just like it's such a boring like looking like normal white guy. Like, yeah, I have to say like average white look white dudes looking like like what what do you what do you what do you want to expect? <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> right. Um. But RE4 looks insanely good. Um. This yeah. is exactly what we want, I think, out of like a oh, remake. Yeah. You know, stay you know relatively true to like the the original, but add like modern day mechanics modern day mechanics expanding on areas like even like the first house that you go into like that yeah, was like, huge greatly expanded upon um everything everything just feels like streamlined like everything it it just looked it looked really good like they added kind of like parries for the chainsaw guy or yeah. for, like attacks like i don't know how you parry a chainsaw with a knife but it looks really cool when leon does it yeah and then you know they kind of like changed they they changed characters for the better it seems like they changed like the character models and like the actual characters themselves yeah i'm sure ashley's gonna be less annoying this time around i hope so yeah which is gonna be gonna be cool um it looks it honestly looks really great i i cannot be happier with with this trailer with with how this game looks seeing the merchant although yeah. he didn't say what are you boying he, yeah it's not, it's not the same voice actor yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same voice actor for leon to be honest i'm not i'm not sure it's probably not it's probably well it's probably the one from re2 remake i would assume yeah I, i'm not sure um but de- yeah definitely not the same voice actor for for the for the merchant but it's it's fine it's it, it's close enough so we'll live yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll. What? Yeah, what are you buying? They'll, they'll say that for the game. It's got to be in there. Uh, but yeah, we got. I mean, we got to look at Ada Wong. Um, her her outfit looks more appropriate for uh, her being like a, a spy espionage, like instead of like a dress. Yeah. That makes no sense back in the day. But yeah, now she's got like her suit on or whatever. Um, yeah, we got to look at like all the like the main bads in the game. They all look amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the giant, the fish, or whatever. Yeah, the giant looks awesome. Yeah, so yeah, it looks it looks incredible. I cannot wait. And I and I, I really think they learned their lesson with three. I don't think they're going to cut too much content. And if they do, it's it's going to be like content that that probably needed to be cut from Resident Evil Four. Like I can think of some specific areas near the end of that game that I could have gone without. What what are you what are you thinking of? Uh just like that that 
the island at the end was a little bit long the tooth yeah um, you're right yeah where you wake up in the island and you have to escape and like that's like a whole like two hours of you just fighting enemy after enemy essentially um i can't wait to see like the regenerators yeah yeah, they're gonna be freaky. I wonder if there's gonna be a, like a stalker. Yeah, like I mean, there is with every other. Well, there's that level. one. There's the one. Um, I can't remember the enemy's name, but like when you're in like the, I don't know if it's a sewer, but like you're in the underground and you have to like freeze the the monster. There's like the 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 cryo tanks. You have to like freeze it and shoot it. Do you remember that one? I think so. I don't think it was called like stalker or something like that, but it was like a stalking type enemy, like. It'll go up into like the the, the grates and stuff and, and come out and try to attack you. Like, well, I meant the ones like like Mister X or Lady D. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, other than other than the one I just mentioned, that that's like the closest you'll get. I don't. I don't think that's there'll be something that's constantly like omnipresent. Yeah, and, unless they change up like uh, what what's the big guy's name? Um, the one that's got like the key behind its eye, I think. He's got like a big strange guy. Maybe, maybe it'll turn him into like a, a, you know, like an omnipresent type of enemy, stalking you in that first half of the game or something like that. That could be, could be yeah. interesting. But that could be cool. Like, but they didn't I have it in the I, original, so I don't know if they would do that, or if they need that. I don't know if I necessarily want. I don't need like an omnipresent enemy. I like being able to explore. Yeah. In Resident Evil Four, if that's that's kind of the fun part after you like clear an area, is just going around and just exploring yeah and that would that would kind of get in the way get in the way of that yeah but it looks great yeah coming out in march yeah march 30 or 30 march 24th i think march 24th. Like um I, I tried to look at, and see about that collector's edition but it was sold out yeah. i'm sure it was yeah it sure was apparently it was it was gamestop exclusive so it was super sold out doomed doomed from the start so, Damn. which is what I expected, but I had to, I had to at least try to see what it was because I don't even know how much yeah. it is. I'm sure it's like 200 bucks or something like that. So I think it is. Yeah. That game is 60 bucks though. Resident Evil 4. Not 70? Hmm, not 70. But Dead Space is 70. Yeah. I, I don't think Capcom has ventured over into the $70 stuff yet. Right. EA EA definitely has. Yes. They were like one of the first. Yeah, they were one of the first. Of course they were. To to, to run over. Um so yeah, I mean Callisto, December, December, January is Dead Space, and then March is RE4. Oh. Good time, man. What a quarter. What a what a quarter. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Next next year is gonna be impossible for for game of the year stuff. Like I thought this year was going to be like relatively hard, but next year's, if everything like comes out when it's supposed to come out, in like the first half, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Because like I don't think RE4 or Dead Space are going to get pushed too far. No, I Zelda think yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's always that chance for Zelda, but I also think they're going to be pushing new hardware too with Zelda. So. We'll see. You think so? You think they'll be pushing? You think it'll be launching with new hardware? I think so. That's that's my that's my gut feeling. Is we'll get we'll get new hardware. God, we haven't talked about new hardware in a while. I know. That's yeah. That that's my 
Alexa, stop. Oh, sorry, I said it. <laughs> I'll cut that out so I don't trigger people's <laughs> machine. Um, yeah, I, I think... I don't know. I think Nintendo's going to want to have that thing on, on new hardware so it can, it can run the best it can run. Hmm. But Do you also, think that's why they haven't showed it off too much? I don't know. I mean, maybe... They're waiting to like unveil it, unveil like a actual trailer with with new hardware. Yeah, but then like, how how long in advance did they announce the switch? Was it like? It was October, like, and then they launched in March. So it's five months, okay. or like four and a half. Okay. So, I mean, maybe maybe game. I don't think game. Do I don't think Game Awards is the place to announce a new console. I don't think anybody's ever announced a new console there. Um, which would be huge. Well, Xbox announced. They, oh, they did they have a series. The they showed off the trailer for the Series X. That's right. That's right. Um, maybe. But, I mean, that's always a possibility, I guess. But I, I think Nintendo's going to do its... They can do their own thing, and they, they'd garner just as much attention, if not more. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, they could, they could have a trailer for Zelda and then follow it up with, you know, here's a... The next look, the first look at the next console that's going to be launching alongside of it. Will that be six years? Yeah, six at, years. at that point. Yeah, I mean that that's not a long console life. No, no, but I mean, not that pe- Switch, people say it matters when it comes to Nintendo, but you know, some people are thinking it's a little long in the tooth. Which, you know, so some games run well. Some games could probably do better on. Oh, obviously, can do better on some better better hardware um it's long in the tooth because halfway through this life cycle the next gen of xbox and playstation launched right right and that was obviously a a graphical leap whereas nintendo really doesn't do that often with their uh with their iterations with their new consoles yeah so i mean i don't know but, but one question I do have... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> is... Is Metroid Prime going to happen? Is Metroid Prime 1 remake? This year? this year? I don't think that. I think that we, I think we would have got an announcement already. I think you're right. There, there's no way that they can announce it. Well, I mean, they could, I guess. But I, I don't think there's any way that they can announce it. And then... Put marketing on it. I mean... In one, unless they announce it, like, right now. <laughs> and then it came out like for a couple, first couple of weeks in December. I just I, I don't see it. Jeff Grubb is gonna have to shave his head. Yeah, I don't know if that one exists. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know yeah. if that like when Twilight Princess HD, Wind Waker. Like, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, yeah, I I don't think so either. Not not at this point. I mean, maybe, maybe like twenty, maybe to like twenty twenty four with like another console. They could put that on there as like a jump start to the console. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't foresee. That's why no one really talks about it anymore. I think people just realize that yeah, it's it's not really a thing, especially Metroid. Like, there's there's plenty to play. Yeah, plenty of games. Like if 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 they if they said that Metroid Prime was launching. Later this month or le- next month, they'd be like, oh, great. Another thing to add to my backlog of games. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would drop other games to play that one, but. Yeah. 
I mean, I want, I want, I would love to play, you know, either the remake of, of one or if they just ported over the trilogy and, and like up it a little bit, like I'd be fine with that. I would, would love to play through those games before. I think, I think we'll, I don't know, man. I, you think we would see them before four dropped, but we don't know when four is coming. So yeah, you know, that's, that's the caveat, right? It's like, they don't want to, they don't want to launch it too far away from Metroid Prime 4. And, and I'm sure that once, like, if, if this is a thing, if this is real, then I'm sure that once they have a date for Metroid Prime 4, or if they have, like, a quarter or a time period, then they'll focus on launching and marketing the, the remake just to kind of, like, garner hype before uh, Prime 4 comes out. Do we see Metroid Dread 2 before we see Metroid Prime 4? No, but we might see like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a Super Metroid remake or something. Okay. Because that, I mean, that would be next on the list because Metroid, Metroid 2 is remade. So that would, that would mean that, that Super is up next. We'll see. Or like a port of the 3DS yeah. remake. Yeah, where's that at? Put that on the, the Switch. Jeez, man. I don't know. Yeah, Nintendo's... They could literally do anything. They have so much that they could do, and they just... They don't give us any details. They, just every, they go every day without doing it. Yep. They, go, they wake up every day and say, not today. Nope. We're going to put out a mediocre direct. All yep. right, here you go, guys. They, they've they've got all these announcement tweets just drafted up, just just ready to go, and however their however their intern is feeling that day, they say nope, but, no 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 Metroid Prime announcement today. Buddy, buddy, do you wanna do you wanna tweet out Metroid Prime uh, remake news? Not right now, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. I didn't have my breakfast. I didn't have my my Wheaties this morning. Maybe tomorrow. Do you, do you think we'll get an, do you think we'll get another Twitter drop soon? Of what? Of a direct? No, just like a random game like announced, like a relatively no. big game. No, no. It's I think it's all I think right now it's all marketing for for Bayonetta three. Well, not not for on. this year. Do you, do you think the next piece of news that comes out of Nintendo is going to be like some random like Twitter drop, like on a random Wednesday or something? I think so. <laughs> I don't know what it'll what it'll be, but yeah. it'll be random, I think, because like a direct won't be until like late January or February. Yeah, at the earliest. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably February, but that's usually when they when they do them. But mm-hmm. you know, they can do whatever they want. But yeah, I mean, all that we haven't. Well, PlayStation just had a. Did they have a? Was it first party or third party? I I think it was third party. Did you see the rumor that they didn't they haven't done a state of play because they didn't want to add to the fire of the Bethesda acquisition or the Blizzard acquisition? <laughs> they're the they worst, man. <laughs> yeah, because they'll probably show off like Final Fantasy, you know, like one of the biggest RPGs of oh, all yeah. time. So, yeah. yeah, and I forgot that I forgot that Silent Hill Two is exclusive to PS Five. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's coming PC and PC and PS Five. Um, so, yeah. 
is what it is. Yep. So, all right. Well, I think that is going to uh, wrap up the um, wrap up the show. Appreciate everyone that's uh, tuned in live and and uh, has caught the podcast on the various uh, uh, podcasting platforms. Whatever, whatever, whatever your choice is. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, Nick, where can they follow us over on our socials? They can follow us on Twitter at GamingWTBros. We'd be, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be tweeting. But we'd be with tweeting. All the, other, all the other people on there. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at GamingWithTheBrosCast at Yahoo.com. Oh, sorry, GamingWithTheBros at Yahoo.com. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. If you want to follow us on TikTok, Gaming with the Bros Cast, and then Instagram, Gaming with the Bros Cast as well, and yes. that is all down below in the description. So go check us out. Yes. Um, I assume at this point we'll probably just do like a Xenoblade Three and a Plague Tale dual like uh, double. double feature for for spoilers. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if. We should, yeah. Would you want to post them together or just record them together and post them separately? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we could record it anytime. But yeah, if we, uh, but yeah, we can record it together and I'll just separate them and put them on the feed. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I'll try. I'm gonna try to finish it this week. Okay. Cool. Then maybe we could do it. So yeah, we'll, we'll post that out. Um. If you, oh, played, if you haven't played Xenoblade, play that game because it's amazing. <laughs> it's freaking awesome, dude. Xenoblade's great. Yep. <sighs> So yeah, we'll be talking about probably more Mario Rabbids. Um, if I pick it up next week, Resident Evil, uh, Bayonetta three for sure, um, and then God of War's November eighth. So yeah, I'm not. And then when when is when's the Game Awards? Is that December seventh or eighth? Sixth or sixth? So I know it's on a Thursday. Is all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, lot lots to uh lots to look forward to. And then podcast Monday or Tuesday. Because of Halloween. Oh, yeah. Um, probably Tuesday. Unless okay. unless you want to record Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, we could do Sunday. We could do Tuesday. Doesn't, okay. doesn't matter to me. We'll, we'll shoot for Sunday, but we'll, we'll, we can play it by ear, too. Okay. Like, even if you want to, like, record, like, earlier during the day or something. Um, okay. I don't typically have any much plans on much plans on Sunday, so. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I usually keep it pretty uh, low-key, as the kids say. <laughs> a, a nice low-key Sunday. Nice low-key, uh, non-sweaty Sunday. <laughs> keep sweaty. Keep sweaty. All right, guys. Again, we appreciate everyone listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.